The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. Hi, this is Lady Petra. I'm Safa Master. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers. Well, folks, this is Safa Master, and... Lady Petra had ankle surgery today, so she's a little bit under the weather, and for that reason we have a brief movie review for you. We watched together The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which is a great old movie from the 90s. It really um, was well filmed with great visuals and, um, you know, a workable story and some interesting kink-related themes. So we have that for you. And then uh, we watched last night uh, Tu Wong Fu, and honestly, that was just crap. So we're going to review that as well, but not right now. We'll wait till Lady Petra's recovery uh, is a little further along. So enjoy. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking ice cold 1800 tequila right out of the freezer. Wow. God, that's good. I really love ice cold tequila. I really do. It's so good. It's the best tequila. And this this tequila is really, really exceptional, I think. (laughs) I'm sure there's other tequilas out there in the world, but it's so smooth. Well, you know how we've been enjoying different whiskeys. Yes. There's a world of tequila. Yes. In fact, that's on one of our vision boards. Yeah. To have a tequila mezcal bar. Yeah. Jazz club combination place. On the beach somewhere. <laughs> on the beach someplace. Where we serve delicious food. and. Yeah. <laughs> so this fits right into that. <laughs> mm. And I think we'll serve it ice cold. I think so. Do you know they have, well, you've seen them. They have them for like Jägermeister and things like that. Those dispensers in the bars. Oh yeah. That keep it ice cold. Oh really? The bottles like inverted into the machine and it goes through some kind of filtration. Cooling process. Yeah, to to cool it. Wow. Yeah. Instant cool. Like it. Yeah, me too. So today we're going to talk about. We're going to do a movie review. I'm going to talk about the movie we watched called. The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I know. And, you know, what what had us pull this movie up was we recently watched the movie The Danish Girl. Yep. And that was about the first transgender reassignment surgery. Right. And, you know, just having had that on on our minds, 
I was like, you know, there's this other movie that I want to review because I haven't seen it for ages. It also is in the same world of, you know, LGBT and transgender and transsexual assignment, like all of that stuff, right? And so that's why I was pulled to the movie. And the only thing I could remember about the movie before I wanted to see it was the scene of the bus um, driving across the desert with the, you know, person sitting in this giant high-heeled silver shoe with these flowing robes behind them. And I just had that image in my head. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. Looking. The costuming in this movie is incredible. Well, it won an Academy Award right, for exactly. costuming. So. Yeah. It, and you can tell the number of outfit changes they oh my did, God. and yeah. just for the times, uh, a reflection of what they're doing. And then, of course, Australia being, I think, always a little rebellious, progressive beyond yeah. some other nations. Uh, you see that. I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to say that because you know it's like sheep ranchers and. Right. These are backwoods people that don't know, but but let's just say at this time when this movie came out, this was right around the time of AIDS, you know. The little after, little it was after like AIDS. mid nineties, so it was really where the LGBTQ, uh, well LGBT anyway, um, issues were sort of coming into the public mainstream. Right. Right. This is one of the first movies that mainstreamed LBG, no, L yeah LBGT ideas Mm -hmm. and you know this movie dealt with um homophobia it dealt with suppressed sexuality it dealt with um sexual assignment surgery it dealt with some of the same issues family issues people that that discover their themselves within a marriage yeah and and, then split up and then split up and have kids and have kids right and and how does your ex-spouse deal with you right you know which is every divorcee goes through some kind of level of that it's just amazing how many issues yeah um and then and then it was just a great fun movie it was actually a cult classic yeah you know um and it led to the production of a stage show um priscilla queen of the desert which played in and they showed it at con they showed they showed the movie at con and they showed it in Hollywood too, but also the, there was a theater production on the oh, show. Oh, a musical. That, a musical, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That ended up in, uh, up even on Broadway eventually. That toured from Australia to yeah. New Zealand. And, and you know what's right. interesting about this? I, I'm trying to remember when the movie Milk came out about Harvey uh, Milk. Yeah, right. Um, because I think I think that, you know, you, if you think about the conversation we were having politically about LGBT mm-hmm. um, as a concern immediately following sort of the AIDS crisis. right. Um, you know, it, it occurs to me that there was a lot of conversation uh, because this was this was in the era of when gays in the military was an issue. You know, just for example, so politically, this conversation was occurring, and this movie sort of brought LGBT issues into the mainstream. Well, Mel came out in two thousand and eight. Eight. So there was some time after this. Yeah, and so then I was I was thinking about. I when we were looking um, for movies, and you told me we're gonna we're gonna see this, and you and you say um, this Adventures came out when? Which one? The one we just saw, Adventures of Priscilla in ninety four. So then, this is the other one I think we have to see was the Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julia Newmar. And when did that come out? Ninety five. So, so it so, definitely so. was, and it was an you know an American 
let's just say version of this of this oh, okay influenced and inspired by this movie oh interesting so you can see in quick succession there were these movies that were about lbgtq kind yeah. of society and and it was it, it's along the same concept it's just in rural america you know right. kind of thing um uh, and and American-ish actors so that America could palette it. Right. And meanwhile, while that movie's coming out, The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert is coming through America, has come through America, but is yeah. coming through with the uh, musical. And, you know, America's starting to like, okay, wait, we have to like address but, but, this. But actually it was, a, it was even a surprise hit here in the States. Yeah. You know, um, and, and really, you know, the movie is a simple movie. It's about... Uh, a group of performers, performers yeah. who travel across Australia and and stop to a, in various to some cities. random casino to, in the well, middle. to a small to a small town where one of the performers' ex-wife with his kid is living, and and in order to get there, they have this bus that breaks down, and they end up in another small town, yep. and um, the person who helps them is himself, sort of. LGBT, you know, friendly, yeah. and he's married a um, a mail order bride, a mail, effectively a mail order bride, yeah, from f- from Thailand, Thailand or something, or something yeah, who who can pop uh, ping pong balls out of her vagina, <laughs> so he he basically keeps her out of the bar because she locks a mess. away the ping Hot pong mess. balls, right? Yeah, and but anyway, he ends up leaving her, or she leaves him, and he ends up traveling with them, yeah. And eventually falls in love with the character who is a trans, a, 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 a gender assigned, reassigned transsexual. Yes. But there's just lots of little interesting vignettes like that. You know, there's the there's the typical, you know, homophobic scene where a group of toughs are going to beat up the yeah. young the young um, dancer, and there's another typical scene where the homosexual. Um, clearly now homosexual dancer meets his ex-wife and you discover only after that that she's a lesbian and they had this child and she's raised the child. She's a complete saint. Yeah, and she's so accepting. Yeah. What I think is amazing is it's like other... It's definitely got the Australian flavor to movie Mm. directors. Um, It's it's the Australian manner of, of a movie. Right and, yeah. and culturally and every in the way they move and the way they talk and so it's very um, tongue in cheek, yeah. Uh, you know, funny plus ABBA songs. Yeah, plus ABBA songs. <laughs> and there's and you know they run into the Aborigine right, right, that exactly. takes them out and then he they dress him up and culturally they're just you know real accepting of it. But what I found was interesting is even with all the tongue in cheek and the trying to demystify the differenceness if and that's not even a word but it's the, the difference the yeah. difference between um vanillas and lgbtq you know and performers at that level because not mm-hmm. you know just because you're lgbtq doesn't mean you're dressing up in right fancy cabaret cons but they were they were performers they were performers yeah and um but there is a vulnerability of of the main character that the guy falls in love with her uh she has to be vulnerable to allow someone who isn't her stereotypical um, pick right. for partner. Right. She was choosing lots of young 
the pretty boy partners. She's much older, right? Probably closer in her sixties, and she was picking like twenty year old partners, which is fine and it was safe because she didn't have to worry about getting the, too the close. The movie actually starts with as with a funeral because he lost or well, she lost her partner, yep. most likely to AIDS, based right. on the the but, tone and, of the and, conversation. And she was upset, yeah. but it wasn't a love affair. No. It was it was a you know, sex affair. Right. And um, she had made some con, I can't remember where in the movie, where, you know, it was safe to pick young boys like that because yeah. you didn't have to get too attached. Too I could have right. my things. The thing we had in common was sex. Right. I, I could have my life. They could be enamored with the things I do in cabaret because it's out of their spectrum and they're going to do their things and, and that's how we stay interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. And then yet this last guy that was interested in her this mechanic right. rougher and tumble rough around the edges kind of guy was kind of romancing her he was he was bringing her flowers bringing her flowers and just and just being gentle and sweet to her and it really what i thought was neat the way they did it because it was really authentic it wasn't like being sweet to her and then dancing around the issue that she's um Trans- gender reassigned transsexual right. he just you're a woman, and I'm just into you. Into you, yeah. and it was so cool because yeah. it it really, and that's running along the whole movie in the background, kind of quietly. Yeah. While all this other big flamboyance, uh, flamboyance is mm. happening, but mm. I really got took that from the movie because I was like, yeah, they're they're very smart how they put that together because they have that going in the background yeah. the whole time. There were a lot of themes in the movie, right? There were yeah. a lot of different ways that sexuality showed up you know mm-hmm. you had the the um, homosexual with the lesbian wife yep you had the transsexual gender reassigned transsexual with the heterosexual relationship yep and then you had the gay kind of the, the gay butch butch kind transsexual. of transsexual well he wasn't transsexual he was more like he was more like a crossdresser but he was he was definitely not yeah, he was gay. He was gay, right? I think he was gay. Yeah. And um, I think you hit that right on the nose. Yeah. And he he was just all about shock and awe. But he was he was like a young guy exploring his... Yeah, he hadn't figured out everything Yeah, yet. he was exploring his, his relationship to the world. But the thing is that if you look at that movie and you go, okay, like what are the different romances we have in this relationship? And then you had the, the closeted... Um, cross-dresser aborigine guy who sort of came out of the closet to his tribe, actually. Well, and, if you think about it, too, the young one um, that hadn't figured it out yet, yeah. his was interesting because they showed us some pretty... Um, they, You know, they made it light, but it really wasn't light. No. They showed him, basically, I think it was his uncle or somebody had him in the bathroom when he was a boy oh, right exactly and basically was molesting him and, right. and was telling him to reach into the bathwater and touch right. me here so and, you had that as well and so he I so about that. Yeah, so he had, had well. that and and then the it show, demonstrated the kid actually what did he do Resisting. he wrapped he, he, he wrapped something or anyway he made him he got the guy hung up in the bathtub for right. two or three hours right. by his penis on something Down like the, the chain of the drain or something yeah. whatever and so they and, and they kind of went out of that quickly, and it was kind of like it was no big deal. He was saying, but it, but it was really a dirty secret, right? It was. It like, was a dirty secret, right. yeah, yeah. And so and so and so then later, sorry to interrupt, but later he, 
he's with the young boy, the 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 kid, the son of the uh, couple. Yes, and he really connected. Like he, because uh, I've heard of this before. When people go through the things like that, they shut down and yeah. they lose some of their childhood. He was really playful to be yeah. with another kid just in the play part of experiencing life. And the kid yeah. was all accepting of transgender. There was yeah, no yeah. issues there. No, I thought it was a really sweet movie. I, it, 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 it was... Um, it became a cult classic for obvious reasons. Like, there's great costume changes in it. Jeez. Costumes are incredible. Well, and the landscape is beautiful. The landscape's spectacular. Yeah. The, um, the shots of the bus with the flowing... Shoe, yeah, that was amazing. There were two. There was the shoe one. And there was another one. Another one. She yeah. did just really incredible. Just gorgeous. Yeah. So, so if you want to fun, if you want to watch a fun movie and also contemplate some of the concerns in a kink community, that would be an interesting movie to watch. It's, oh, definitely. I think it's a great one to support for yeah. sure. Excellent. Yeah. I'm feeling complete. It was a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel complete too. Okay. Great. That's it for today. You can find us on your favorite podcast directory. We also have an RSS feed. If you're interested in online coaching for kinksters or online domination, you can visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. And if you're uh, having comments or suggestions or drink ideas for our podcast, you can email me at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Cheers. Cheers.